the seventh episode of Ready Holt with Devin Hayworth, Jonathan Kent, Esteban de Leon, and I am Tony Rossino. I'm going to pass it on to Jonathan Kent. What do you have for us today? Hi, guys. Thanks for listening. Welcome to episode seven. Um, like the Star Wars new trilogy, this will be the last one worth listening to. And we're going to start with... Um... <laughs> am I wrong? Am I wrong? <laughs> no... No, you're not. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just false. It's just, but all right, let's move on. Let's move Anyways, on. Anyways, I believe Esteban <laughs> has something for us. What did, what did you want to talk about Esteban? Well, I thought it would be cool to try something a little different. Um, and I thought it would be cool if we played a game um, and something to kind of uh, rather unscripted that we can kind of just have this sort of a, a raw emotional, you know, gut check to and to see where that, where that comes from. So I thought the game we should play would be uh, overrated, underrated. So we'd each take a turn saying something about the marching world that is embedded into it. And we can all say if whether we think it's overrated or underrated um, and we can go from there. Um, so I'll start and I think, it's a, um, I think it's a pretty easy one. So I'll say my first overrated, underrated would be uh, the Blue Devils. Mm. <laughs> Man, you're really lowballing us, aren't you? <laughs> just the blue devils in general do you think they're overrated underrated we can also go properly rated right in the middle if you'd asked me that question like three years ago when i was still jaded and bitter about everything well let's more jaded and bitter than i am now <laughs> um, <laughs> you really got a back to that. <laughs> yeah I, i'm still jaded and bitter for anyone that actually knows me uh i probably would have said overrated now that i think about it it's, they're properly i think they're given proper consideration and recognition for what they've done interesting interesting what about you tony what's your gut reaction um i think that if you look at the fan base there's always a reason i don't think you can fake fans uh and there's a lot of people in the marching band community at least from my experience teaching a lot of the students looking up to blue devil performances or blue devils instructors i've worked with blue devils instructors uh and they're yeah i, I think that there's definitely this hype and it sometimes gets a little fangirlish or fanboyish, but it's, I think for a justified reason, mostly. Interesting. John, what about you? I'll say properly rated. Um, if you'd asked me this like five, six years ago, I would have said overrated, but you, I just realized as I gotten older that you can't hate the player. You got to hate the game and they just know how to play the game so damn well. Uh -huh. Yeah, they really do. That's a good point. That's a good point. I'm going to say what everybody's thinking. And I think overrated. Um, and, okay, and, and I'm going to cite the same reasons, you know, John, that you just said, like, cause like, oh, they know how to play the game really well. Yeah, that's true. Um, but they don't win captions. They don't win any captions ever. Like it's, it's you know, even if you, you know, they're like third place in each caption and that comes out as the highest average. So they win. And that really, that really jives me, mm -hmm. you know, even what 2014, right. Fellini-esque, uh, it's the highest score ever awarded in drum corps history, right? 99.65. They lost drums. It's called drum core. You can't, you can't, you can't lose drums. <laughs> like, oh my God. What, what did they place drums? Do you remember? I think they were like third or fourth. They were not second. Wow. I think like, if you like look at like, it's so weird because like, if you were to, I think you have to like, there's a couple of wins you can do it in. Like, if you look at the Blue Devils, like their body of work over the lifespan of that organization, you have to respect some of the things that they've done because they weren't always like a stereotypical powerhouse. And, you know, they, they and the blue coats, as far as I understand it, like, we're like, yeah, let's do jazz. And everybody else was like, Ugh. Um, you know, they, they kind of, you know, brought that to the, to the art or at least the drum court. Like, yeah, as like, far as like I understand jazz it. wasn't a meme yet, you know, it wasn't an appreciated meme. <laughs> yeah. The blue devil started that meme, little known fact. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, but I mean, jazz. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's gonna I get you, some. <laughs> that's gonna get Thank some jeers. Uh, please don't sue us. Um, yeah, I, like I said, like I said, body work wise, I think the Blue Devils are properly looked at as as one of the greats. Post like 2012, oh yeah, overrated for sure. Yeah, interesting, interesting. So you said post 2012 or uh, post post. Do you think after 2012 they were overrated? Yeah, I think so. That's so what point until what point yeah i thought you, I, I thought you were saying that they're perfectly rated now or i think i think if you look at the overall body of work oh okay 
like if you look at the overall lifespan of the Blue Devils, I think they like they've earned their keep. Okay. Like, you know, you can't like it's like Tom, it's like Tom Brady. Like, I hate Tom Brady. I really do. Whoa, but I but whoa. I respect but I respect that dude's I respect that dude's gangster. Like no holds barred. Like he's, the dude's won seven he's, Super he's, Bowls. He's he's literally the goat. I mean, he's, he's the most the successful no, player to ever walk. I mean, I know. I I don't have to like him, do I? I respect him. I don't like I him. Feel, I feel like you gotta like him. <laughs> no, I can side with Devin. You're saying on that because he has pretty eyes. Of course, you would side with Devin on this. Well, it's, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm the is, best. My, well, You're not the best. Yeah, Tom Brady's but... the best. You just said that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, John. We were arguing about this. What were you saying? No, it's, it's not important. Go on. Yeah. Okay. No, it is. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Interesting. I guess that's all right. Let's go to the next round. Like. I didn't think Tom Brady would be brought up in the Blue Devils round, but <laughs> I knew he was coming up somehow, but not yeah. Parallels are parallels. What can I say? <laughs> I, I have a good follow-up, I think. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, because it's been a while since I've, I've heard what's in, what's not in, in the, in, in the teaching world for, for marching band. Blue Devils are notorious for marching to the form. Mm-hmm. Right? It's always the thing. But there's always the argument of going to your dot is better. It's technically the superior way. If you were to master going to your dot, it would always be right, theoretically. So which is is going is matching is is marching to the form overrated or underrated or yeah. Let me take this one. Perfectly rated. <laughs> perfectly it's, rated. It's going, a, a, a marching to the form, you said, correct? Yes. Yeah, perfectly rated. Because if like okay, a good example I have is like the Santa Clara Vanguard. They um dot perfect, right? But that's why they haven't yep. won a championship in like almost 20 years until recently. It's because they march uh-huh. to the dot, because they don't adjust. If they weren't doing that and like, you know, getting with it, becoming a little more contemporary like everybody else, maybe there'd be a, little, a couple more rings they'd have, but I don't know. I, I, okay, so John, I'm with you. I think, I think that, you know, I'm definitely on the dot form thing. I'm definitely form over dot. Um, because purely like when you explain the dot concept, if you march directly to your dot perfectly every time, It'll, the form will be perfect. That just doesn't sound right to me. You know, I just like that doesn't sound accurate. Um, and it's something where it's like, well, we could prove it mathematically. Like, yeah, but I feel like you can't. You know, <laughs> like um, why not? Because I, I I see I see the reason why perfection would exist. If you were just literally matching uh, the drill sheet, it would it would come out that way. But there's human error. Yes, yes exactly. but a more but more so because you're talking about marching straight lines in, into curvilinear forms that are going into other curvilinear forms. So I think that's like ah. trying to put a triangle into a square kind of cutout box, right? Like you can make it fit, but that's not how that goes. Uh-huh. So I feel like the idea of like, well, if you just do this, it'll be perfect. I think that's kind of bullshit. And I smelled that from the second like it was introduced to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like if you were to perfect the dot strategy, you have to be perfect on like the first step after every set. If, mm-hmm. it, if it's not, then it's already going to be off and you're not allowed to adjust because you're going to your dot. Yeah. And you're not going to the form. So my argument would be like, when I hear this with students, like I, my argument is like, okay, take one step. Okay. So like, what is the stride? They're like, oh, it's eight to five. Good. And I want you to take one step forward at a seven to five, ready, go. And uh. so they take a step and I ask them, how do you, how do you know that's seven to five? Yeah. And the answer is I don't because you wait so you can adjust and so that's what i think this is getting really geeky but i like it. no that's fair good, good, answer, like, good was... answer good answer Let's good answer yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's like, it's like, this is like family feud <laughs> i i mean i think i i also think it's perfectly graded for a lot of similar reasons uh one i'm biased because in the like one time i've ever actually done field band and it wasn't the drum major i learned guide to form and it was it just made sense but i think i think that's why it's perfectly rated I think if I tell a random marching band student, considering that the average age of a marching band student, including drum corps, is probably somewhere between 16 and 20. So, you know, not the brightest years of a human being's life. Um, you know, it's, we're all weird and awkward. <laughs> all of us just nodded. Good answer, good answer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I say, you have to do this perfectly, otherwise it's going to look bad. And I can, and I have no proof to back it up. You just have to take my word for it when you, when you guide to dot, of course, like the person you're telling is gonna be like, what? Okay. But if you're like, you are this part of this form, if you step out, like, you know, if you're this far off, like it looks bad and you can go, okay, well, I'm on my dot. And it's like, okay, well, 
you are, but they're not, and they're not. And it's easy to fix one person as opposed to like 10. <laughs> it's way easier to fix the one if, you, if it means fixing the form. If there's one person out and everybody else is guided to each other, it just it's 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 quicker yeah, yep. it's way more time efficient um and it's just easier to explain to people like really i mean i remember one time i was teaching and i was um a visual cap and i had this tech working with me and he was like hey like um and he told me that i'll, I'll never forget this he told me like oh we should you know we should paint the real the real hash onto the field so the so the students can use it. the real hash what are you talking about like, yeah yeah because if you look at a if you look at a drill sheet um, the actual hash isn't where it is on a football field. And it's true on a, in a high school football field, it's about a foot and a half off and the back hash, it's like three feet off. It's almost massive. And he goes, yeah, so we should paint the real hash onto the field. And I had to tell, you know, we're the wrong hash, right? <laughs> the one that's on the field, like that's the real hash. We use a made up one. <laughs> yeah, it blew true. his mind. It's and a it's good point. Like, yeah, like, like, you know, we're wrong, right? <laughs> like... Oh, you want to you want to correct to something that doesn't exist in like the metaphysical universe? <laughs> yeah, because you know okay. on a drill sheet, and every you know it's everything is broken up by four steps into four step you know boxes, and it's really nice. Like, great, that's not how it works. <laughs> that's, that's not what that's not how that works. What about you, Tony? What do you think? Dot reform? Where are you at? So this is an interesting one because my the, where I teach, we kind of do a weird combo where we start off the beginning of the season. I'm curious to hear your opinions of this, if this is something that you ever have done. Teach the season at the beginning dot-oriented because they're learning their dots and we have a lot of ninth graders coming in for the first time ever. And a dot thing is that anything marching band related is their first time experience, right? And so we really drill in the dot. And then kind of like halfway through the season, people like, and this is the kind of sad truth. I don't think it's just with our school, but with some, you know, people don't bring their dot sheets or they don't memorize their dots, or some people bring their dot sheets and some forget, oh, I forgot, I left it at home, they bring it the next day, and there's this inconsistency, and we start focusing more on form. Uh, and I think that gets a cleaner result in the end, but I don't know if it's the right way to start off. Um, I teach similarly. I teach, um, we're pretty dot-oriented, um, not significantly um, the whole way through, but when we're learning, we definitely like to be as close to the as perfect. Mm -hmm. um, I give the same spiel to the students every year, that I kind of just gave to you guys that like, hey, the field is wrong. So understand that, understand that your dot is not gonna be perfect. It's gonna be close to kind of sort of, and it's mm -hmm. the staff's job to come around and then make that perfect. And then to kind of like put you into where that actually goes in relation to the people around you. Uh, so when we set a form, I will, over the mic, right? Cause I'm typically in the box. Um, I will tell the points, like the specific points um, in the form like, hey, so-and-so, you're the high point. Okay, hey, so-and-so, you're the, you're the far point. And so they know. And so when I tell them that, they know this needs to be dot perfect. I need to hit this dot every time. Uh -huh. And then everyone dresses the form to them. I like so I have kind of like checkpoints built in, and then they dress to that. That's cool. I like that. I think that it installs a little bit of responsibility and, and hierarchy in the in the system because otherwise a lot of times what you get is like, no, this is my dot, I'm not moving. No, this is my dot, I'm not moving. You're right, you know, and you get this thing. But like, no, he's... He's our form leader, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That person. Exactly. Yeah. So it gives that. It's like, hey, one of you guys is wrong, and everybody looks around and they see the person who like is defined, and everybody goes, "Oh no, they all move." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Good. And you know, and, and and like I said, like that's the age where you you want to be right all the time. <laughs> like, I don't think you ever get oh, over that. Yeah. Sure. Well, you didn't, but. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, man. But yeah. Oh, it's. Hard I got one. I got one. All right, overrated or underrated? Calling your band to attention to address them, to like speak to them. Uh, I picked this one because I've been taught both ways. Could that be And just what? Okay, hold on. Can I? So, get, so what, what I mean is like, would you do, when you call your band to attention? If you need to give announcements, do you go okay, band ten hut, and then you speak to them while they're standing at attention, or do you go band ten hut to get their attention? then put it, set them to like stand by or at ease, then address them. So they have your attention, but they're not standing stock still at attention. So in both circumstances, you're calling to attention at the beginning. Yes, but do you, do, you, do you put them at ease or do you leave them at attention to address them? I have strong feelings about this. I know, that's uh, why I picked it. So I think I'll go last. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, uh, my my immediate reaction is if, if I'm calling them to attention for information, I'm going to call them to attention and then I'm going to have them 
relax, but, you know, obviously focus on what we're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, just because I feel like, I don't know, I think when you're at attention, there's a lot of focus into being at attention and you lose that focus, uh, or that focus is, is there instead of listening sometimes. I, it's kind of a strange concept because when you're at attention, you need to be listening to everything. But um, I don't know, I just, it feels weird to me. It feels a like you're, it's just banned at the end of the day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why do I have them out at 6 a.m., you know, lining up to hear up. me tell them about, you know, what we're going to do? And it's just kind of, I don't know, yeah. she's a little too strict to me. We're throwing it, we're throwing it back to last episode. There are moments, like so I will say, <laughs> I will say there are moments where calling a band to attention and not putting them at ease is effective. Uh, sure, yeah. Before a performance, like right before you go out, like the, like the badass pep talk or something, I can see that having an effect. I think it's a really special moment being at attention and to waste it on, all right, so we're coming back out at you know 3 p.m. Don't be late. Eat your sandwich at 2:30 and blah blah. <laughs> uh, kind of takes away from that magic. Interesting. What do you yeah. think, John? I'd have to agree with Tony. The same kind of thing. Um, because in my personal experience, whenever I've been called to attention, like as a member of the group, I'm just focused on being attention that I don't pay attention to what's being said. Um, I just remember like in honor band, there was a certain staff member who was notorious for doing that and speaking to us while at attention and. I would just focus on being at attention. And then once he's like, all right, you know, like, you know, get ready to move. And I'm like, oh, all right. What did he say? What are we doing? I wasn't, you know, cause I was just so focused on trying to be at attention. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm along the same train of thought. Like, I don't think I've ever, it's a huge pet peeve of mine for, um, for people to talk when, when like you call the students to attention and they just stand there. I hate that because kind of John, like what you said, Every time I've done that, um, like as a, as a student, all I would think about is being at attention and then they'd be like, let's go. And so to me, you know, the, that command, bent and hunt is like, okay, let's go. It's like turning the key on the ignition, right? Like we're going now. So I think all the instructions should be given ahead of time. And then it's like, cool, let's go. Like here, now we begin. It's, you know, that calling literally to, <laughs> to attention so you can begin the actual thing. Um, that, that's how I, I kind of feel about it. Yeah, I hate the concept of just like, let me call you to attention and then let me read the Declaration of Independence. And, <laughs> and then you yeah, decide, uh, you know. I think it's a little bit of a power thing too. You got to think about who who is this for? You know, is, is it for the students to do nothing and let me be shining, or is it you know, this is at the end of the day we're doing this for the students? You know, it's like they, do they really need to be standing that way? You know, it's just kind of they're not the emperor's imperial guard. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, man. <laughs> but despite I mean, wanting, despite wanting to be. Yeah, I mean, cool feet. So <laughs> what about you, Devin? Where are you at this? Well, it, I see, I, uh, I've i been taught both ways. So when I got to PCC, it was the Esteban and everybody else's doctrine of, you know, calm to attention. Okay, we're going to, we're about to do something. Okay, stand at ease and let's, let's talk this out and let's explain what's going on. But when I was in high school. <laughs> let's, let's talk it out. Yeah, like, let's, let's talk it out. <laughs> when I was in high school, um, when I was in high school, and it was a different, little bit of a different dynamic because we couldn't stand at attention when I was in high school. Like the band couldn't do it. Like, oh, like, like they the, could you like hold... the discipline to do it. Yes, exactly. Not yes. like gotcha. your legs couldn't come together for a second. Yeah. So, so like my high school band <laughs> lacked the discipline nine times out of ten. So when I was freshman, sophomore, junior, and then when I was a when I was the drum major, just being at attention and then giving instructions, you know, was the norm. Simply because it's like you're gonna have to shut up and listen to me talk anyways. Like might as well practice doing something that you can't do well um in retrospect i think one i think it became a vicious circle and one compromised the other um because like yeah you're so yeah, focused you're, you you want to be focused um when standing at attention about standing at attention and it's hard to multitask when you're in that mode at the same time i there's there's not really a better way to learn if you're going to shut up anyways and, and in theory not move so it, it just kind of fed off itself. Now as a teacher, as a as somebody who's just, you know, kind of gotten out of the realm, like, yeah. If somebody calls me to attention and starts talking to me, I'm just like, what's going on? <laughs> like, I just, I just, I'm not going to move. Yeah, interesting, so. interesting. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That's one that I can go on this big old, like, tirade about. But I yeah. Think, <laughs> I think we'll leave it at the... Seems like we're all kind of on the same page about it. Yeah. I think uh, John's the only one who hasn't yeah. had a theory or a topic. Hmm. You have any guys, comments in mind? You guys had all the good ones. Um, the only last one I have is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, is company friends overrated or underrated? Oh, oh. that's fun. That one's fun. Overrated, you overrated. said? I like them. I, I will say, like, as, as somebody who's going to immediately shoot themselves in the foot on their own stance, 
I love Company Friends. I think they're super badass. I think they're tremendously overrated. What? You're like a walking contradiction. <laughs> Who hurt you? It's, yeah, it's <laughs> a moving line. It is, congrats. You can form a straight line at 180 degrees and move together. Oh my God. Uh, this the whole last episode, you just went on and on about how much you love parades. <laughs> it's literally that. <laughs> so, but it's a straight line. It's, it's, it's what you're good at. It's, you same, side it's a straight side. line and it goes directly straight. Parade, how do you if you're in a parade, you need to guide front to back too. You can't just guide in a straight line and be like, yeah, this is great. Oh, front to back. You mean where your eyes are? Like, that's not hard. <laughs> like, you just look forward. Oh my God. <laughs> That said, again, I'm shooting myself in the foot because I think Covenant Bruds are super badass. I think they're just done to death and overdone and Devin overrated. doesn't get to vote anymore, guys. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> you, imply, you imply that I had a vote to begin with. That's true. But no longer the illusion of voting do we give to you. No, no. no. <laughs> what about you, Tony? What do you think? I've never thought of Company Friends as something that's been overdone. I feel like it's just a common strategy. I guess the definition of common kind of ensues that but i mean i don't know i, I never really i like company fronts so i don't have anything against them uh i think that they need to be done well i think you could you know just going for it because it's a famous thing can shut up Devin. with <laughs> Devin throwing some hand gestures it seems yeah, to be yeah. but for, you know off the, off the top of my head this. i can't think of any like company fronts that i was like oh that's that's stupid you know i i don't know but I, you know, I haven't watched as much drum course as you guys, so I can think of yeah, one company it's usually, friend that's, it's you. that's stupid that we that we you Ooh. were actually a part of it, Tony. It was the, oh, yeah, <laughs> the, the lame is company friend. But the oh, only reason it was oh, that it was dumb. Was dumb. We, did like, we did like that weird like half step in between. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only one that's ever I've ever seen that's like that's dumb. What well, okay? Wait, what do you mean by half step? I don't remember that. So instead of like like taking a full step forward, we would do like an and like an and in between. So it'd be like one and two and oh see, see, see. okay okay yeah yeah I remember that Cause, I feel like because the argument amongst some of the staff members Esteban you weren't a part of this group that it was going to be too dirty to clean if we did it you know the more natural and like traditional way. But the way we did it, it just looked worse because it was just so weird. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing with company fronts. They're so they're, everyone knows what it's supposed to look like. That when you modify it, people are, oh, something's off. You're so used to what it you know looks like. So that's funny. Um, too bad we can't like pull up footage on here. We, we could put the <laughs> performance. <laughs> I'll find some video. Trust. <laughs> Esteban, you seem to be pretty supportive of company fronts. Uh, yeah, I love them. <laughs> I think, you know, I think they're properly rated, if not slightly underrated, uh, because I think not only should every show have them, but if you told me every movement was going to have one, I'd be okay with that too. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, okay, I was just going to say, not, do company fronts belong better at the end or the beginning? Uh, yeah, yes, I don't care. The answer man. is yes. I just, I you know, they, they're, yeah, they're always Devin. just so impactful. Devin's not happy that, with this. Yeah, because he's wrong, and it's okay. He's, he's going to be you, upset at these You things. always save the big moment for the end. It's right. what the audience walks away with. All right. Why not just have several moments? Your performance. The average layman is not going to remember our several moments. You have several moments, and they're all going to be company friends. Congratulations. You've literally just done parade on the field. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what's what the problem? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay, no, right, no, right, I just, you know, you know, company fronts usually happen, you know, it's a full ensemble moment. It's usually when the main melody is played, you know, it's this this big, you know, moment of of impact. And why not? Why not have multiple uh, multiple impactful moments, you know? Agreed. Yeah, yeah, Devin's got nothing. He's got nothing. No, no, it's not that I don't have anything. It's that I wasn't sure if you were like addressing me or just making a comment where just going to stomp on me the minute I tried to interject. A little bit of both. <laughs> the answer may surprise you. <laughs> I'm sure. It, actually, you know, I'm sure it wouldn't. Um, I mean, yeah, I I guess it's just like I've always watched, you know, like concerts and everything too. Like if I, in like solos, if I, you know, if I chip a note, I'd rather chip a note at the very beginning of a piece rather than at the 
very end. It's interesting that you brought that up, though, because the concept of a concert, you don't go to a concert to play one piece, you play several pieces, which all have their moments. Why would you not yeah, do the it, same thing in a field show that is separate? You movements? do. That's why you, that's why you play several things. <laughs> that's why each piece has a high point. That's yeah. just music, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's the same thing. So why could we not? Why would you not just have several it, moments? From from what I'm understanding, correct me if I'm wrong. Devin's saying you have several moments, but they're different. They they're varying moments. Yeah. yeah. Why would you? Why would? Sure. Why would you? Let me ask you this. Yeah. Okay. Thing. You can have several moments. Why would you make them all the same moment? Well, Visually. Why would you cool. make them all the same moment? They're just cool. Yeah. I you you I think you're in the minority because I think if you do the whoa. same. Vision, we'd like to all thank right, uh, Devin right, right. for his last um episode and contribution to Red <laughs> <laughs> yeah just like jj abrams with episode seven of star wars <laughs> one good movie and he dipped <laughs> well, well he came back for um, nine but yeah, but it wasn't. He should have stayed gone. He should have stayed gone. Yeah, you're gone. right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're supposed uh, to destroy the Sith, not join them. Yeah, watch, <laughs> watch my. Bring uh, order to the. Tune into episode eight for my sudden and jarring absence, only for episode nine to be my very bad return to the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I. Yeah, I just visually, if you do the same thing, it's boring. If you do the same thing visually multiple times in a show, it's boring. Yeah, time out. Okay, I'm gonna lose it. You well, just I just think if you're swapping sides, I should too. You know. Oh, I God, I hate you. <laughs> Whatever. So I'm, gonna go, I'm, I'm gonna go the middle route and say a maximum of two company friends per show. You know, you know, I would say, you know, do you remember, uh, Tony, I think you brought up the Jesus Christ Superstar show that Madison did a couple years ago? Yes, 2016. Yeah. Right, no. That closer had a company front, right? It was really good. I wish the clo they just did the closer four times. I wish they just, <laughs> <laughs> they opened with the closer and then just reset and then do the closer again. I, I would have been cool with that. <laughs> I probably would have enjoyed that, but I could see where their score might have suffered. Well, not, not really. Anyways, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do they have to lose? <laughs> all fair points. Uh, all right, all right. How about um, for Southern California, it is a staple to do Disneyland parades, right? Oh, Overrated, sure. underrated. Okay, clarification. Are we Ooh, talking yes. about the actual, like, parade, or are we talking about, like, the day overall, the experience overall, like, including, like, the hangout day in the park? I think it's both, right? I think it's everything. You think everything? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Huh. We, all, we, all just, we all just started reading. Yeah, yeah. Tony, <laughs> you saw all of us go. Tony, ah. <laughs> Tony walked away, but put something in the chat. So, oh, like, this is real close, though. <laughs> John, you had an answer? Yeah, sorry, I'm distracted by the bird now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tony, yeah, Tony's pet. Yeah. That was Anyways. Super funny. That was awesome. <laughs> just all of us just like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes i was gonna say overrated i feel the day is overrated that is the probably my least favorite day when my in my experience of doing it like with the honor band like it's the day like okay i just can't wait for this day to be over <laughs> it's just long the parade's like 10 minutes we prepare for like two hours to, to do it and then we have to walk a half hour to the to the you know the beginning then we have to walk like another hour back to the to the to, you know to oh, staging yeah. it's just it's just a pain in the ass. Devin, what about you? What do you think? God, it is so... I say this as somebody who doesn't particularly enjoy Disneyland and hasn't since he was, like, 13. Uh, I think it's just tremendously overrated. I really do. It's just not worth the hype. The parade's kind of cool, like, the first time around, and it's like, oh, all these people love us because they're on family vacations and they like everything. Um I will say, like, the one redeeming thing is that if you do, like, the night parade at Disneyland, that's a cool experience. That's probably the highlight of the day if you spend a whole day there. Um, but, yeah, overrated. I, uh, every time I've ever done it, and I've done it, I did it all four years in high school, and then all my time at PCC, uh, the only time I ever had fun at Disneyland is when I was 
dating somebody and if i need to be codependent to have a good time at disneyland it's not for me <laughs> yeah i feel like that's a deeper comment on you <laughs> we, we don't need to get into the like meta, meta emotional like yeah tony get the book. of my life yeah. <laughs> tony, uh-huh. diagnose me get the book tony tony is a qualified therapist i mean you could let us know. <laughs> Uh, I, I think I kind of disagree with you guys. I think the Disneyland Parade is cool. I think it's a, I think it's a good experience. I think that there's a difference between choosing to do it and being forced to do it. Uh, I remember in high school, really thinking it was an awesome experience because I, I mean, I was younger and I liked being with friends at Disneyland. I don't necessarily enjoy Disneyland very much, but uh, hey, it was like cool. I'm in the parade and I'm in a famous location and people are watching. It was kind of this little mini superstar moment as a high schooler. Uh, as a college student, I was like, okay, that's cool. I, I had a different experience though. I was drum major. It was kind of neat uh, to be, you know, the head drum major of the the Rose Parade band. Um, but at, you know, at the end of the day, it's just easy peasy gig, and it's a fun time. Yeah, there's some pain in the ass that goes with it, but that's with any you know marching band experience. There's always a pain in the ass thing. Yeah, no, I think I agree with Tony. I think that I really enjoyed uh, like the Disney parades. Uh, and I think that, like, you know, being the polar opposite of as Devin, someone who, like, really enjoys, like, Disney and all that stuff. But um, I think the parade itself, like, yeah, it, like, Tony, like you said, it's it's going through a lot, kind of ju- jumping through a lot of loopholes to get there. Um, and the parade is super quick. But I think overall, the experience um, it is a positive one. And I remember, you know, when I was in high school, uh, we were fortunate enough to go all four years of high school. And then, you know, we did the honor band stuff. And yeah, I had a blast. I did. And even as an instructor, you know, going and it's still kind of a drag to go because, you know, we, you know, John and I go super early in the morning. Like we're leaving the campus at. Uh, I will say that car ride is fun though. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's <laughs> okay. So all right, quick tangent. We might as well bring it up. So John and I, for the last five years, right, um, we have driven Kyle down, Kyle looked down to Disneyland ahead of the band so he can pick up the tickets. So like when the band gets there, they pass out your tickets to everybody, right? And they go in. Well, we have to get there somehow. So we get to the college at like 5.30. We take off at six and drive down to the um, to the um, college. But that is, John and I, it's in our calendar as probably our favorite moment of the entire season um, because it's just Kyle, the two of us, maybe his kid is there. And it is like the most honest talk <laughs> we have we ever have with that guy. Um, you know, and it's, it's at six in the morning. Yeah, wow. so we're just driving down, and and we're just driving, and I, I typically drive John shotgun and Kyle's on the back. You know, just being like chauffeured around, and we typically just talk about Star Wars for a little bit, and then we, uh, and then we, uh, you know, it's that point of the season where you're so run down and you're tired, and so the guard is kind of down, mm-hmm. and we just kind of start <laughs> telling each other like it is <laughs> it's very therapeutic, it's, therapeutic it's, it's, it's for a, everybody <laughs> yeah it really is you get out of there like oh, i feel much better <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how we get to the finish line 100 100 there, there's so many little things about that group that um that we do that way right like you know we you have that van right is a perfect example uh drum major auditions is another one that comes to mind uh we always go to the the oyster in uh-huh. Eagle Rock, and we have lunch right after uh, right after auditions. And that is, if we're just calling a spade a spade, that is actually where the drum major is selected, right? True. But yeah, coming full circle, Disney Parade. I think it's a great day overall. I think it's a fun experience for the kids. Uh, I remember when I was in high school, we always used to time out um, going on Friday, and it was the Friday before or winter break which is how we would always swing it so it was like going to break early That's awesome. that was always a lot of fun That's yeah. Cool. yeah that sounds fun yeah you know i hate to do this because it feels disingenuous but like the more i think about it like <laughs> oh here we go no I, I do have a good time i don't like disneyland but i do have a good time like with the parade and stuff yeah you know i take it back it's the band geek in you you know <laughs> it it's is. like it really yeah, is, yeah, yeah, it? yeah you can't fight it no it's yeah it's uh (laughs) like i don't go to disneyland for like any reason other than band and i I think it's just going to be like i think it's just like a pavlovian association now every time i like i'm in anaheim (laughs) swear swear to god like you know i all four years of high school fortunate enough to do it three years of pcc i went to disney i was in downtown disney last 
last year after I auditioned for the college band. So literally every time post like early teenage, late like kid years, I've been in Disneyland has been for music. So there is just an unbreakable association. So I, th- I really do think it is the band geek in me, though. <laughs> I take it back. I take it back, listeners. I think it's, I think it's a great experience. <laughs> I was wrong. Listeners. I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. All three of you in Malaysia. Um, <laughs> Good thing you couldn't see Mickey Mouse on De- Devin's Zoom paying him money to say that. <laughs> dude, if, no, dude, if Mickey Mouse was paying me money, I wouldn't be here. What do you think? <laughs> Well, if Mickey Mouse was paying you money, you'd be here. He's not known for paying a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, says the former Disney worker. No. <laughs> They're here to find you for that. I hope you know. Nah, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so next round um, that I would think of is uh, marching shoes during a rehearsal. Overrated, underrated. It depends how you use them. <laughs> What? Because because there's <laughs> because Tony's trying to process it. No, because <laughs> you like like because there's a, like as gloves. Yeah, yeah, as gloves. <laughs> no, because some directors are like we use them as attendants. Then I have their marching shoes. They're not here, and then others are like they really just need to have their marching shoes because like they just need to get used to them. And if they don't, that's on them. And if they suck, they suck. <laughs> so Do I mean, you really need to get used to marching shoes though. Depends. I don't know, man. I didn't, but like some people I've heard, you know, uh, moan about can it. Can I ask what kind of rehearsals? Is every rehearsal or special rehearsals? I've, heard, I've seen both. Sure, whatever. I mean, both, I guess. Okay. What a non-answer. Uh, yeah. My, my question, done, right? immediately I think of <clears throat> what is the drawback of choosing to, to use them? Is there a drawback to using them? I guess you uh, dirty them, you could potentially shoot for them faster yeah that's the that's the main thing i think and they're not cheap <laughs> for the average for the average high schooler uh early college student yeah at, at the school i've taught we had the you know there was like i think they used their uniform shoes for like the night before a comp or something or like the Friday or every night rehearsal I don't remember it was only like the night rehearsals or like select performances or like I think maybe the, the morning of the comp something like that and I thought that was fine I didn't think there was a need to do it other times uh they were black shoes so like you know they don't get as dirty uh, as easily but uh knowing high schoolers if they're transporting their shoes from their house to school and back more often than not something is like to happen in between where the sh- one shoe disappears <clears throat> or both shoes disappear and they're less likely to have a shoe uh, a pair of shoes for the comps so i <laughs> if you're thinking that way i could say well okay don't use them for the rehearsals because it's more likely to get lost but i'm kind of indifferent on it you can go either way on interesting john you i just think they're overrated um i've never seen like i've never seen like a, a group use them and be like oh yeah that is a difference maker like during a rehearsal <laughs> it's just you know you're achieving the same thing but with but with marching shoes i i have something uh there are students that i've seen who refuse to have actual good shoes for marching band they'll bring like flats uh or like vans or something that's like or like it's bulky heavy sneakers that are like for basketball <laughs> but not for marching i've seen it all the time lace so, and lead i'm sorry no, lace <laughs> and lead yeah yeah they're afraid of they're afraid of walking to chernobyl <laughs> <laughs> so it, implementing the marching man shoe idea and of course this is coming from a high school instructor perspective those college students are supposedly more responsible <laughs> uh, mm, regard. No. Uh, <laughs> no 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 yeah so there is that interesting but even like okay so as a as a visual instructor as well the concept of like oh these kids wear shitty shoes for marching you know it doesn't really bug me either like if they can do their job i don't care like as long as it doesn't interfere with what they have so like uh we have like basic rules that are like no open-toed shoes right for the pure for the pure purpose of safety so nothing falls on your shoe on your toe and it's exposed you know but in terms of like whether there's an arch in it whether it supports you or not you can do whatever you want man like but I also went for I also went to a high school that was notorious where everybody would show up for, for band camp in a black shirt and jeans. <laughs> and that was just how we did it. 
right? And so uh, I guess that's why I kind of don't care. I mean, never- yeah, I, I, I'm with John. You know, yeah, I've never, I've never thought it made a difference. Um, and like, like, like I said, they're expensive. Like, the, if you were in rehearsals, you chew through them faster. Now, if you have like an extra pair or whatever, like, I guess sure, do what you want. Um, but to Tony's point, yeah, don't wear bad shoes if your choices are like vans or a beat up pair of marching shoes like where the the marching shoes like if you can compromise and just get like a decent pair of hiking shoes or running shoes perfect because it's the same it's it's like it's the same thing and they breathe so your feet aren't gross (laughs) they're in high school or they're in band regardless their feet are going to be gross (laughs) (laughs) yeah so so Esteban yeah I I don't think I'm Oh, go ahead, John. No, go ahead. I'll tell you after. Uh, I was going to say, I don't think I've ever been in a pair of shoes where I thought, oh, these don't, that, that, I don't think I could march in these things. Like, I don't think, you know, at, contrary to what most people believe, I don't think marching band is like extremely physical. Like, it, it's not ridiculous. Like, sure, you get the heart rate up for a little bit, but you're not like running a triathlon. You know, like, you're going to be okay. And you always see those kids that come in and they have like, all this gear and stuff like that it's like we're not scaling everest bro like <laughs> you're going from that side of the field to that side a couple times you know like i always thought that was silly as an instructor in a public forum i have to say that i will always always uh deny that <laughs> as i'm teaching oh you got to take care of your body I, I have to give that i have to give that spirit with part of my job do i believe it not all the time <laughs> that leads me to a uh like a story or an antidote i would want you to tell about the time we were instructing at PCC when the majority of the group didn't wear proper shoes or proper clothes. <laughs> yeah, was yeah, like the first day of school, like the year before I got there? Yeah, so, <laughs> so the story is we had, uh, yeah, I forget what year it is, um, you know, 1946, 47, but uh, we had, uh, <laughs> we had, uh, <laughs> Hitler just died. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly. Um, but anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we brought up Tom Brady and Adolf Hitler in this podcast. I'm just bringing it pointed out that we're doing pretty good, boys. Uh, <laughs> you really covered the spectrum, haven't we? Um, anyways, um, it was the first day of uh, of school, of school proper at PCC. And we had just gotten over band camp, which was the week before. And we had a really good band camp. And I was like really pumped for it. It's like, okay, so the first day of school comes around. You know, they do the spiel in the morning um, where they like kind of like do all the paperwork and stuff. And then and then Kyle was like, okay, take them out to the field and just run them a little bit. Like, okay. So we ran them for like 40 minutes or something. Uh, but <laughs> John was there and everybody, you know, you know what you're going to do. Everybody here has been in this band. You know that like, it's going to be a marching band rehearsal. And so you come prepared for that, right? Maybe not over the top, but just come prepared. And all of these guys, probably because it was like the first week of school, they all decided to wear the best clothes they had in their in their <laughs> in their closets. So people are in like buttoned up shirts and like nice like slacks and, <laughs> and it's fancy shoes. And I remember we got out to the field and I was talking to John and, and John, you can tell I was pretty upset. And you're like, what are you upset about? And I was just like, they knew what we were here for, you know, you, you, they knew what we were gonna do. Um, and they chose to dress this way. And, um, and then I remember telling you something along the lines, like, along the lines of like, I'm gonna run them hard today, right? Something like <laughs> yeah. that. You're like I'm gonna work nice. out these guys. <laughs> Who are so, these clowns? <laughs> so, you know, it was important to to teach them a lesson that way. They're like, hey, you have to be prepared, right? Um, and sure, there was some emotion there. And so, so I ran them hard, man, uh, and to the point where people were falling out kind of like left and right. <laughs> like, cause we always tell them like, oh, if you don't feel good, fall out. People are falling out like all the time. And, like, and it was a hot day too. <laughs> it was a hot day. Yeah. And they're like clutching their chests. And of course there's no water cause nobody bothered to bring water out to the field. Uh, you know, nobody thought it was first three class. And um, at PCC, the stadium um, it, it, on the front sideline in the stands, there's that hallway right in the middle, right, right off the 50 yard line that goes to the locker rooms. And so it's always nice and cool in there. And so we ran them for a while and then uh, it got to a break. We gave a break and John and I, like we'd been seeing people walk in there. So I was like, oh, let's go check it out. So we walked in there and we walked in there. People were laying down next to each other. <laughs> it was like a field. It was like, yeah, yeah. It was like a field army hospital, right? And then I was just like, <laughs> laying down. There's bodies everywhere. People are going around giving each other water. <laughs> 
Can you imagine this? Can I keep the arm? I remember t- hi John, I told you it was like now they'll know or something along the lines like yeah. that. Yeah, I don't think they'll do that again. <laughs> that was marching is the reason I stopped caring about like dressing well the first day of school because I had like two or three too many rehearsals fall on that day and I was like, yeah, I don't care. I wanna yeah. live. I wanna live. <laughs> I choose exactly. I choose life over looking and- good. Yeah, and I tell you what, none of those guys did that again, right? They all learned their lesson. Yeah, I remember that <laughs> that same that evening at rehearsal we had later on that week. A couple of those guys came up to me and were like, "Esteban, like I I missed some of my classes because I was just too exhausted to to even go after that." Today <laughs> 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 you're not supposed to miss anything. Yeah, yeah. They, they literally <laughs> had classes yeah. dropped because they were exhausted. <laughs> God, well they learned their lesson the hard way. <laughs> so, by the way the, we are contractually obligated to say that we don't endorse this <laughs> the, well, it wasn't that hard in a grand scale of things i have not run them harder than we had run in band camp it was definitely not as as intense as that but they weren't used to it and they weren't prepared for it and so they got they got just creamed man poor guys i remember spirits. there are several moments in my marching career where um or my teaching career i should say where i kind of lost my cool and um <laughs> and so that sick. is definitely one of those moments <laughs> yeah john's been an innocent bystander the whole time just yeah. i've seen a, i've seen quite a few of them <laughs> yeah there was one there was one when i was uh, teaching a high school band this was years ago i was really young and i was probably 19 or 20 and um I lost my cool and it was the day I really thought I was gonna get fired. I thought I was gonna walk in to the office afterwards and just be fired like on the spot. And, uh, <laughs> and so what happened was I'm teaching this high school band, the band is like 60 people and I'm trying to like get everyone together and stuff. And so I'm running rehearsal, it's just me out there. So I'm like doing the thing where like you're on the podium then you run down to the field to fix something and you run back up so you can see it. And so I'm trying to get everybody's, everybody's attention. And there's, I'm on the front side line, in the back is the color guard. And the color guard's just there and they're just yapping with each other, right? They're not just, just yapping. And and um, <laughs> and I just I just lost my cool. And so I just yell, just guard, run. <laughs> like, like, like just, just hit the track. And so you, you just see the girls just start you know, going, they don't know what to do with their flags. <laughs> Take them with you. So they run with their flags. <laughs> 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 yeah, the, the best part though there was this one girl and i think she was one of the captains and she was a really cool person too and uh, this is kind of embarrassing now that i talk about it but she had her, injured her injured her leg i think the week before so she was in a cast right she, she there's a cast on one of her legs like uh, like oh, up to God. her knee and so she was like oh what if you can't run and this is why i think i should have been fired that day because <laughs> i went then fucking hop. <laughs> oh, oh my god. And so there she goes, flag in the air, creating dragons, dancing, hopping over. I mean, if she oh were god. smart, she could have used it as a cane. <laughs> and you just, just, just like away. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was, uh, yeah, they, they had this man, to that limit. This man I, works with children, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm cleared <laughs> to work with children. <laughs> Which is more frightening. Yeah, yeah, I just, I, I lost my cool that day. Pretty, pretty rough. And it was just me and I was swamped and everything. And I got down and I remember I walked into the band director's office afterwards. And I sat down and he's at his desk and just goes, rough day, huh? <laughs> yeah yeah he's like all right like you know in his way he was telling me like don't do that again but like i get it like okay cool <laughs> what about you tony so you've instructed kids for a while i mean and you're what i would call the definition of chill so like what have you ever chill, wow yeah yeah have you ever lost your cool or been extremely frustrated or something like that? no not anywhere near where you're talking about. <laughs> Lost my cool, no. Uh, frustrated, yes, but I've had, you know, where I've taught, it's, you know, we've got kids who are used to West Coast weather and complain about, you know, when it's not West Coast weather, you know, and so that's been probably the most difficult thing to work. You know, this, A chilly but, 85 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, 
my mo most of my frustration has been with like lack of communication within staff. You know, when there's some things aren't lining up right. You know, there's we're not getting orders or something, and what do we do? And, and so we go and we pick something to do, and then someone else comes along and changes it, and there's that frustration. But no, nothing, nothing too crazy. Interesting. Yeah. John, most frustrating moment or frustrating moment that comes to mind? I, I know you got one. Um, mine, like as an instructor, I haven't had too many. It's like it, like Tony. It's usually been with, like with the staff I've worked with. Um, the only one I can think of was like when I was working with this high school and they they had a very um rich history i will say you know like they were a really good band in the past but you know at that time they weren't very good or a very strong band but they were very proud of of their past so one day we're going through a rehearsal and all that everything and everybody's just you know kind of jacking off and doing we're not taking it seriously and we're trying to get them to focus and so would you care to rephrase <laughs> please so i just saw tony just listen John, Jesus. I mean, in a figurative oh, sense, yes. not a literal oh. sense. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> to anybody listening to this, oh, this is just John, folks. <laughs> None of us are culpable for what he just said. Tony, your eyes, man. Your eyes just got real <laughs> To anyone um, listening, we'd like to just confirm that John meant it in a figurative sense, not a literal sense. Yeah, I'll start over again. I feel your pain though, because like last year, or the last time I was teaching, 100% true story, I, um, I was wrapping up with the symbol line I was teaching, right? So there's five kids, and fortunately, like, they're all, we're all really cool with each other. Um, and I was kind of angry at them because during ensemble, they were kind of like messing around and stuff. And so I was giving them a speech on how they have to pay attention all the time and they can't just mess around, right? And so um, I, as I was giving the speech, I accidentally swapped the terms like uh, messing off and jacking around, right? And I was like, hey, we can't just like stand around jacking off. <laughs> <laughs> and, and these are the high school kids, right? <laughs> and, and, and there were two freshman boys on the uh, on the on the on the line, and their eyes just got real wide, and then they got real red. <laughs> I was like, and and I tried to play it off, right? I tried to just like keep going, and then I was like, like mid sentence, like, oof, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> like, then they all just started laughing because then they knew, like, ah, oh, the second, so funny. Exactly. the yeah. second time. Estevan should have been fired. <laughs> <laughs> but once there's, there's been plenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I, I feel your pain, man. I get, I get what it's like to be like, oh, that is not what I. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Anyways, they were screwing John. around. Yeah, yeah. No, not taking it seriously. Okay. And like, what <laughs> really annoyed me is how proud they were of their past when they weren't trying any, mm. like trying like hard to you know preserve it or take it to the next level. So. It got to a point where I, you know, like I had to cut them and all that because there's a lot of goofing around. Then I kind of went off and told them like, you know, you guys are, you know, proud of like, you know, of the band that was before, but you guys aren't that band. Those bands won sweepstakes. They won this and that. You guys are lucky if you guys place like in top, like top five in the division and all that and everything. And it just got really quiet. And then we went to water. It was really quiet. And then after that, it was a little more focused. <laughs> yeah, it was just no, like, nice. so get, sometimes it takes a little bit of a, you know, uh, a little bit of a reality problem, yeah. check, but yeah, reality yeah. check. Yeah, yeah. And for the record, nobody that's, was jacked. That's too funny. <laughs> <laughs> At the time. <laughs> At the time. <laughs> that you know. But... Yeah, with Tony around, we're never sure. <laughs> Educated guesses, but we're not sure. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. But, uh, but yeah. What about you, Devin? What was the funniest time you've been frustrated? I wouldn't even say what the most frustrating time is. I mean, but like, what was the funniest time? You've been? Like, I I haven't had like very many as like a teacher. I've been super frustrated. Um, all the all the groups I've worked with have actually been fairly well disciplined. Um, I will say I will say uh, I was in rehearsal um, during my college years. Um, and in your college years. During when I was marching in college, because <laughs> I don't anymore. It has been well documented that you're still in college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> year five. Get yeah. up for year five. Um, Six more years. Yeah, Six it feels like years. it. I'm in rehearsal, <laughs> and the director got on the podium, and was like, "So, uh, 
how do you uh, how do you guys feel that the that the show went? There was just like dead silence. It, well, I wasn't even frustrated. I, I wasn't frustrated with the group. Like we performed poorly and we knew it. And we were just like we didn't really care. But yikes! And we were like, meh. The director was like, yeah, yeah, me too. So we're gonna just do across the floors for three hours straight. And I was like, <laughs> why? Why? What? Why you're blaming us because we had no motivation for something that none of us signed up to do and we were underprepared for because you're the fall guy? Why are we paying for your mistakes? That's pretty funny. Well, I, and I, said, I said something like in the middle of rehearsal because like I have no shame and I was like, so why are we paying for somebody else's mistakes right now? And the guy, the director looked at me, didn't know who I was, and just went on and faced the other direction. And I was like. Why are you gonna let yeah. a twenty? Why are you gonna let a twenty-two-year-old tell you tell you off like that? <laughs> I got him. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> like I just got. I was just able to drink. Like, you should not have taken what I said that seriously. I was gonna say I had the opposite um, kind of experience in high school once, where I remember we were we went to a festival and you know like you know I'll call it uh, I mean a concert festival and kind of did the whole thing and. Uh, you know, after a festival, you go into the clinician room and you kind of wait for your clinician to come in. Yeah. So we're, we're sitting there <laughs> and our band director walks in and he goes, guys, I got to tell you, I didn't think you could pull that off. <laughs> <laughs> Those are always the best moments, though, because yeah, when you like, oh, blow man. away the guy who has had to put up a face for you all, <laughs> that's like yeah. a satisfying moment. Yeah, he's like, yesterday I thought, oh, man, why did I pick this piece? He's like, oh, you guys really pulled through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like miracle of miracles we didn't suck god man yeah it's a concert band festivals are always a weird time i uh i've never been a fan of how those run despite you know being a horn player and you know predisposed to the concert band world yeah it's interesting i think it you know in terms of i don't know this might be paddling into way deeper waters but i think it's the most educational thing that there is at the high school level it is. I agree. I disagree with the format. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, this is a this is a wildly different discussion than what we're used to on this podcast. So forgive the hard left t- left turn. Wow. Good always with a stroke too. Is it like the, like how um, how festivals are run in like our area of the world or? Like with the superior ratings and yeah all i mean i yeah i i'm southern california born and bred and i don't ever want to go anywhere else so uh i plead ignorance to everywhere that is not southern california but yeah i uh i hate i hate the idea that the higher rating a band gets at those festivals the more likely they are to come back and pay for it so sometimes the organization will hand out higher grades than a band deserves and i'm i'm t- i'm saying this not as somebody who's seen a band like get a superior and thinking hmm, they shouldn't have i'm saying this as somebody who was in a high school band who should have gotten like a good and got a superior and i was pissed i was like why are we feeding into the ethos that we are better than we are i, I don't know man i don't think that holds water because typically the way that um festivals are run are just like every other competition kind of thing where the school itself hosts the show, but they bring in a governing body, whether it be SCSPA or CSPC, whatever, and they do the education aspect. Yeah, it's not no, like I'm... the school pays for that. Or it's not yeah, like the they... school is what's awarding you the, the grade. No, what I'm saying is that the, the performing school has to pay a, a fee. No, I understand, but I'm saying we're like the idea of like, well, the higher rating we get, we're most more likely to come back to it. But the school is not profiting off of that. I didn't. I didn't mean go back to like a given school. I meant go back to to a festival, like to a governing body, because I've seen I've seen people back out of SESBOA over like low grades. You like know, they, they, they deserve a fair, but they're giving the superiors so they can come back the following year. Yes. Yeah, that that irks me. Um, I don't think it's as bad as it was, but like I'm saying that it's like somebody who like looked at the band and was like, "This is not a good band." Like we play not at a high school level, and we got a superior. And maybe I was wrong because like they don't pay me to judge uh, at that level. But um, I also think the clinician thing, like right after you're given a score, is a little weird because you don't even know the score when you're getting clinicked. 
Yeah, the rating. Yeah, the rating. But also, yeah. I mean, if we talk about SCSBA, like in the name, I think the problem is that like it's typically band directors adjudicating other band directors, and I think that's the problem. But that's a discussion for another day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be, yeah. That, that's another hour and a half. That's a whole podcast. <laughs> that's a whole si- a different series by itself. <laughs> and I plead the fifth because they might employ me someday. <laughs> right on. So well, I think we covered this. You know. Yeah. All right. I think do, that's you, it. do you think you have enough to work with John, or do you want me to make fun of Tony or to or Devin a little bit? Or I mean, if you want to, I have more than enough. But you're more than welcome to try. <laughs> Show me what you got. <laughs> I'm I am willing. Blood for the blood god. <laughs> I, I remember this is a funny story. Maybe you might think it's funny. I was in drum corps my last year. My last year. I was a rook out. I've mentioned this a couple of times. I was 21, but it was my first and last year of drum corps. And it was the night of rookie talent. And I was exhausted. I was like not in the mood. I was, it was just a pain in the ass. It was one of those days of drum corps. It was somewhere in the middle of the, towards the end. And I was like, I'm going to bed. And it was like six o'clock on the bus. And I just leaned over and all the, you know, the young kids like, oh my God, rookie talent. You know, and they, all the ones that had to do it last year, excited to be the ones to watch this. And, um, they wanted to like d- divide the bus up. They wanted like people the on this. They wanted all the new people on the front, the returners in the back with the curtain, and then one at a time. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, you know the whole thing. And I'm on, I'm right on the line, and I'm just like, can you really have to put the curtain here? I'm going to bed. And like, no, no, you got to participate in rookie talent. So I'm not doing it. And uh, I had a couple compliments from uh, instructors like, like within the recent days about how I had like good posture and they kept calling me out in front of the band like have better posture like tony and i was like oh shit and uh anyway so that they start calling people and they're like you're up i'm like are you serious i was just like furious and i I walk in there and i'm looking at all these people and they're looking at me to do something and they uh like okay what are you gonna do and i said i don't have anything can i go back to bed and they're like well if you don't have anything we get to roast you and i said go ahead and (laughs) they're just like uh you have good posture. Uh, and, and they gave me like 20 seconds. Of shit, I just sat back down and went to sleep. They all just compliments. I should do this more often. Who are they picking up on you? Yeah, that was a good stroke of the ego. Yeah, it was funny. Rookie talent. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys have heard about it, but it's a, it's a drum corps kind of yeah. tradition that Tony at your time aging out would have been the start of really the crackdown on yeah, rookie on talent it. because yeah. it was it is essentially hazing um and it is hazing yeah. that happens it's, it's not essentially hazing. it is it, 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 <laughs> it is hazing yeah it, and it happened often and, and the way you know groups were able to get away with it is because typically on a bus there's no adult supervision that's all the students that are on there so they have their student-led buses so what the staff doesn't see doesn't hurt them well, that led to a lot of like sexual charges. <laughs> and so, um, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, modern day drum corps, most rookie talent is, is outlawed, is banned uh, at the core level itself. Um, I have heard of a few groups that still do something like that. Um, but, um, but yeah, for the most part, that is something that my generation through Tony, I guess, from the same generation, just that would have ended at that time. Because even when I was in drum corps, they had brought up rookie talent and we i i watched brand new drum course so it's like we're all rookies so <laughs> <laughs> take a few days to get through that yeah yeah you, yeah yeah you guys want to have a talent show we just call it the fucking show like why don't you just get better at it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I remember the staff saying no rookie talent this year and but they they tried to get they're it. definitely rookie talent yeah yeah, yeah, straight up hazing. And, you know, even at PCC, we have felt that, you know, we have, uh, we never had hazing, quote unquote, um, or anything close to it. But we used to do, I think Tony had mentioned this before, we used to do a, a infamous underwear. underwear run at the, the end. Oh, underwear, underwear run. run. Oh, no, we very much don't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I think you might have been the last Because Kyle to do wants it. to keep his job. Yeah, yeah, he, um, yeah, uh, it was a smart call. It was definitely a smart call. Also, like, I remember talking to, like, Lamel about it. And he was, you know, it, it always used to happen the last run of the show at the last rehearsal, right? And everybody would strip down to their underwear and do the show in your underwear for no reason other than, you know, pure uh, <laughs> retardation, right? I mean, I mean, you thought about it too. 
<laughs> I, I, no, I started with that word again. and I tried to go to another one, but I just, I just kept getting blocked. <laughs> anyways, oh, <yeah>. um, <laughs> so uh, anyways, um, uh, in the most endearing way, but um, anyways, um, and so we used to do that. And I remember talking to Romel because he was there and he was like, what the hell are you guys doing? And he was like, oh, this underwear run thing, blah, 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 which I actually never did because um, I just thought it was stupid. And then uh, I was, Romel was like, well, we used to do this all the time in drum corps. I was like, oh, oh, so you know what's up? He's like, yeah, but it was 110 degrees outside. <laughs> you guys are doing this. You guys are doing this in November. It's cold. <laughs> like, what? And that's when I was like, he's so right. <laughs> it's the only thing he's ever been right about. I mean, for, <laughs> every drum corps rehearsal is an underwear run, basically. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. in drum corps, you don't want really crap tan lines. So the less clothes you can wear the better so you wear as short of shorts as you can find right and Tell no you know shirt this. yeah 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 you try to go as shirtless as possible all the time you yeah. that's why you walk walk out with a rock and tan yeah it's true that would oh, not fly in that. modern day in modern day anything really <laughs> all right i think that's uh, that's it for today um if you want to contact us feel free to contact take two if you want to contact <laughs> us, feel free to contact us at readyhallpodcast at gmail.com or at our Instagram at readyhallpod. You guys have anything else to say before we go? Yeah, I think it'd be cool if people, people, quote unquote, whoever's listening, which is probably the four of us, um, yeah. if, like we send in like, um, not just like topics, but like bullet points we, we could debate about. I think that'd be fun. We're running out of ideas here. We're, we're yeah, about, we're about yeah, to like on a seven, eight, nine Star Wars episode. So please. Yeah, uh, yeah, good, man. I was trying to have a good night. I was trying to have a good night. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, homework for next week is come up with your own topic. Since we're the only ones listening, we are, we are, we are grasping. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. uh, This is just to remind us what we're doing. Please save us. Tony's writing it down too. We are publicly traded now. <laughs> yeah, but we don't talk about John like that. But... <laughs> oh. Oh. Eddie. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs>